great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter. But you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows. And I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good morning. The weekend is upon us, and we are so glad that you are starting your weekend with us here at Talk Radio 77 WABC. This morning, a number of topics on my mind. Of course, we start with Ukraine. And we are taking your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. So we have seen a week where Russia continues to rain lethal fire on Ukraine. But there are a few small silver linings for the good guys, for the people of Ukraine. One, demoralized Russian troops, the reports of them, in some cases, shooting themselves in the legs to avoid fighting in Ukraine, as Putin's war machine continues to crumble, continues to crumble. The good news is that his war machine is not as strong as it was portrayed worldwide. That's good. That's wonderful. But in desperation, what's Putin's next move? This morning, I want to have, if you will, a town hall with you, our listeners, on where you see this this issue going. Where do you see it at as of uh, right now? But one of the things that is warning me is that Russia is warning anyone, any country transporting weapons to Ukraine, Russia says they are a legitimate military target. That threat worries me tremendously. And and folks, I, I can't see how it doesn't worry you. And so, you know, whether whether you agree with the uh, Biden White House or not, and, and we all know that the administration has come off as weak, especially when you consider from Afghanistan. But one thing that uh, Secretary of State Blinken said that is correct, the statement that he made yesterday, or actually Thursday, I should say, and that is the United States sees no sign that Putin is prepared to stop his military Efforts. There has to be some way, diplomatic, whatever the case may be, to get this madman, Putin, to stop. Another story I'm watching is, yet once again, regarding the swimmer, Leah Thomas. Parents of Ivy League swimmers have written letters to the New York Post And, of course, Leah Thomas is the transgender swimmer. 
And I, I mentioned this this week. It's not fair to women's sports that she is allowed to compete. This week she won the uh, 500-yard freestyle in the uh, Collegiate National Championship. And so Thomas, who has lived and competed primarily as a man, I will say this until I'm blue in the face, has an unfair advantage in terms of her body advantages that a man would have over a woman in terms of the sport of swimming. This is another story I found very interesting. It seems like the uh, these placards uh, that, that um, uh, you see them all over, but it seems like they, they are now uh, disappearing uh, to a degree. An MTA conductor was arrested Friday for using a fake uh, placard for free parking, arrested. This happened uh, Friday about 2.30 in the afternoon in front of 100 Church Street. A 311 call led to his arrest. And so this guy was uh, cuffed and carted off, and his vehicle was uh, towed away. We'll have more details on that. And something that I'm very happy about, very happy about, at a hearing Friday, a city council budget hearing, the NYPD, and I think we've all witnessed this, been been a victim of this, and that is uh, someone uh, practically sleeping on subway benches or occupying three or four seats and will not move, and will not move. Well, according to the NYPD, about 500 strap hangers have been ticketed this year for taking up too much space napping in subway cars. So you may say, Dominic, you're being petty. No, I'm not being petty. When when you don't crack down on the small items, the city that we are forced to endure currently is what you get when you don't crack down on small items. And so it's a good thing. And this enforcement is part of a crackdown that began under uh, Mayor Adams and police. uh, And when they announced last month a determination to drive down subway crime and restore order underground while also trying to connect the homeless with social services. So I see uh, a lot of phone calls on uh, Ukraine uh, this morning, and let's let's get to them. Let's start with uh, Norman in Brooklyn. Good morning, Norman, and welcome to Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Um, Good morning. My message today on the Ukraine issue is basically we have to give peace a chance. And... uh, for people, I listen to the basement Rambos of WABC, and it's funny how that they seem to agree with the libs that I, I watch on MSNBC. And they all basically want to get involved. They want to uh, either minimally from, which is not minimally, from no, no flyover airspaces to, uh, you know, send, send in the 82nd Airborne. And... Uh, you know, I, I just 
I'm just very saddened by this. And okay, I, and so I, and now, I'm so Norman, wait, wait a second. So explain to me, when you say give peace a chance, please break it down and tell me exactly what you're referring to. Okay. First of all, we got to take all those refugees. Unfortunately, that would, and I think that would be good for this country, and it would be an offset from what's coming in on our southern border. Okay. Agreed. Number one. Number two. Number two. I think it's important that we, we well, our president should be goaded into trying to speak with Putin. They should be talking. He should be out there. It shouldn't be at the end of the month or some sort of future conference. We should have a president who is actively trying to have peace. Okay. Um, you know, I, I it just it. It just well, it bugs hey, me. Hey, but Norman, yeah. but next week Biden is headed to, uh, and I know you'll probably tell me uh, too little too late, but he's headed to uh, Europe, to Brussels, to uh, again appear uh, before NATO. So so he is headed to the region. All right. Well, that's a start. Um, it would be nice if we were energy independent again, which would, you know, which w- wouldn't have initiated all of this if we, if we you sure know, if we were energy. Yeah. And and uh, yeah, whatever. I just I just I'm just so tired. I'm tired of if I call and uh, I love some of the other some of your other uh, uh, hosts there of WABC. But unfortunately, if I call and I say I want to give peace a chance and I don't want to I don't want to have uh, I don't want to go toe to toe with the Ruskies. I'm called a Putin apologist, which I'm not. I mean, Putin is a bad player. Uh, I do not, you know, I don't think he's a, you know, I don't think he's a George Washington, but he's not Hitler. Okay, I, I, I'm sorry. I don't think he's Hitler. Uh, you know, I, I don't think this man is out to conquer the world. He's out to get, he's out to get a restoration of some type of a Russian empire. And, uh, you know, I, I just, I don't think there's any good players here. I, I mean, I okay, don't trust but, Okay, Zelensky. but Norman, but, but, but what he's been doing to innocent people, I mean, Please right. don't tell me you see that as as justified because no, I, 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 don't think, I, I don't think it's I don't think it's justified. But I think the man is justified in not wanting a NATO enemy putting rockets potentially, okay, and cornering him. Would we take it if Mexico? Let me ask you a question, Dominic. If Mexico put 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 rockets facing towards Arizona, would we take it? But frankly, Russia is not the United States of America. So, I mean, you're comparing almost apples and oranges here. But, Norman, I thank you for the call. uh, Go ahead, Norman. Get get your final uh, say in before I move on to all the other calls. I think it's a Russian internal matter. I think we need to take care of this country. And, and, And ask yourself a question. Why are we obsessed with that particular area. There's wars in Yemen. There's Christians being killed in Nigeria. There's fentanyl coming across our southern border. There's there's war all over the damn place. Why okay. are we obsessed with this? Okay. Well, I, I got you. I got you, Norman. I hear okay. you. Uh, thank you for your call. Uh, but at, at the same time, Norman, we, we again, and I, I keep returning to this, the U.S. has to keep an eye, a close eye on this situation because of the nuclear weapons. And the U.S. does not know what Putin may do next. 
Let's go to Ursula calling this morning from Connecticut. Good morning and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Oh, my God. Good morning. I am just speechless what I heard right now. I mean, of course he's Hitler. He's killing innocent humans, children. And children, yes. I mean, this is, I'm I'm American citizen. I'm Polish citizen. I moved here 20 years ago. I left Poland when it was gray from, from Russia was taking, I mean, Russians were killing people since my country began. I know my history. I mean, those, especially, I mean, Stalin, he killed his to over 20 million people. I I mean, this is in their, I mean, to be powerful, this is their ego. This is his mental, I mean, I don't even know where to, where to start. My family lives in Poland. They're, they're terrified that my mom is cancer survivor. Because the Chernobyl in eighties in nineteen eighty seven and radiation. That's what people are afraid of. And there are there were it's like nobody pretty much no one doing is no one doing nothing. Our vice president last week, I was driving from work at night when I I listened to Rita Crosby. When I mm-hmm. heard her response, I was embarrassed for being American citizen. This was absolutely like, if she was laughing because kids are dying, that family is destroyed, that beautiful country. Wait, 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 I mean, wait, 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 wait. The, the, Ursula, you're not saying that Rita was laughing because of that. No, 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 no. I'm talking about okay. our vice president. Oh, okay, no, 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 okay, no, no. okay. I, I, I was, yeah, that 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 no, no, that's no, another no, 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 entirely no, no. Yeah. separate story. A, uh, a a disappointment. Let's. I'm being I'm being nice uh, this morning. The vice president is a total uh, disappointment, and you know. But I, I just wanted to make sure you weren't referring to Rita because I know for a fact that Rita takes all of this very emotionally in terms of uh, what is going on against the people of Ukraine. And so Ursula, you know, I, I can hear the pain in your, in your voice. And I'm, I just wish that, that I, that we could do something to help people like you process what's going on and feel better and, and come up with a, a resolution as soon as possible. And it, so so before I let you go, how do you see this all playing out? I don't know. I'm afraid of that despair, his desperation. Yes. He's going to be like, I'm going down, and I want as many people go down with me. And I'm, I'm, I'm afraid for my family. Like my mother, last Sunday, I called my mom, and she was terrified because she woke up through the noise of planes, military planes going. I mean, Polish people, what they're doing, bringing people to their homes, Ukrainians, kids. European Union is not giving any money to Polish government. They're not, it's not enough 
help from around the world. They need medication. My church right now is collecting coffee to send to, to Ukraine because those people, soldiers, they need food. They need everything. We need, they need everything there. Absolutely. Medication, food. They, I mean, last couple of weeks ago, week ago my po- Polish friends, we, we organized collection of clothes, diapers, sanitary stuff. Everything was sent in big container. It's going to get there in two weeks. But they, they need, like, anything. Like, my country has so many people now that, I mean, people sharing their own food, Polish people sharing what they have it. And, I mean, they're not rich people. They're not, like, it's, you know. It's awful. They, it's awful. People in this Are, country don't understand what war means. Right. And they I, don't I understand think, what I was you're living under communists when it was empty stores. And those people were fighting for years for decades to have their freedom and now this freedom is being taken from them well ursula please uh you know we we, we're going into the weekend and and um wherever you are in connecticut just try i i i I don't want to offend you by saying try to to calm down but try to I, I don't I don't actually have the words because I want to say try to put things in perspective. But how could you put it in perspective when your family, as you just said, your mother in Poland and family members? It is absolutely a mess. But I do thank you uh, for the call. And please stay in contact with us in the future to update us on uh, what's going on or any, uh, on a personal level, any additional information that you may have. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC, the situation in Ukraine. Before I take a break, uh, a commercial break, let's go to John in Brooklyn. Good morning, John. What's on your mind? Dominic, I'm going to change things slightly uh, to, uh, to rebut what Norman said. What he doesn't understand is that immediately after World War One, Ukraine was an independent country. They were reconquered by the Soviet Russian communists after they had declared their independence in the aftermath when the Russian Empire was breaking up and Lenin was trying to establish the USSR. That's point one. Point two is, yes, the, there's some common history between Ukraine and Russia, but the Ukrainians want and value their freedom. Now, on a more optimistic note, I hear that the Ukrainians are now now launching counteroffensives against all the Russian forces in the country now, and apparently they are succeeding in halting the advances. The worst problem, though, there has to be some way of dealing with the Russian artillery that is uh, launching uh, missiles and and rockets into the cities. That that seems to be the most urgent problem. Now, the longer they stay and resist, the harder it will be for Russia to take a break and try to replenish. So I'm guardedly optimistic that at least they can continue this, this standstill for. A while, and if they can, then maybe, just maybe, 
Ukraine might be able to earn a diplomatic victory over the Russians. Well, it's it's looking like that in in many regards, John. But then the question becomes, what does Putin do next? He's already been embarrassed on a world right. stage well, of something that, is- that, that he thought was going to be so easy. And he didn't he didn't take into account the heart, the heart of the people of Ukraine. Here's something else we should consider. Putin is a war criminal. He may not be Adolf Hitler, but but he is killing needlessly innocent children and women. Uh, If he wanted to engage and try to conquer the country, he should have done so only by attacking the Ukrainian armed forces, not trying to lob missiles and rockets and artillery shells into into the cities. Not right. only and he should be people. charged as a war criminal, everyone else associated with him in this inner circle should be charged, as well as senior military leaders on the ground in Ukraine. Well, John, John, I thank you for your call. Dominic Carter here with you folks. We are discussing the situation in Ukraine, and we will continue on a nightly basis to discuss this because what is happening is wrong. It's wrong to the people of Ukraine that have not done anything to anyone, innocent people being slaughtered, slaughtered. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. More of your telephone calls when I come back. I heard you were looking for me. And we are back. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Dominic Carter here with you this morning. Russia warning anyone, basically any country, transporting weapons to Ukraine, that they are a legitimate military target. That threat worries me tremendously. We are taking your telephone calls on a number of topics, but the lead one is the situation in Ukraine. Let's go to New Jersey and let's say good morning to Carl. Good morning, Carl, and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Hi, Dominic. How are you doing? I've got I'm a doing lot of well. Go on. right ahead, Carl. A lot of things on my mind about this. First of all, uh, to answer your I agree with you 100%. His threats that to attack other countries uh, that, help, that help out the Ukraine is very, very serious, I believe. Um, I want to know why the majority of the American people, all intelligent people, our own Congress, our own senators, have realized that our president is not competent anymore to handle a situation like this. Our vice president hasn't done, shown a much, done a much better job and has embarrassed the nation. And I think both our president and vice president have embarrassed the nation to the entire world. Why is it a group of intelligent people, and let's use our Congress and let's use our senators, can't get together and say, this guy is not the man. He screwed up too many times prior to this. He's not acting in the best interest of our country. He needs to be removed. Why is there no action in America to do that? Well, That's because, Carl, the, 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 numbers, the numbers are not on your side. 
to invoke uh, something like that to occur, the 25th Amendment, uh, one. And two, uh, the the Democrats uh, have the numbers on their side for right now. And all I can say, Carl, as it relates to this, and I hope folks remember this, if if we don't if we don't learn anything else from this situation, what we as Americans should learn, whether you're a Democrat, a Republican, Independent, whatever the case may be, elections have consequences, and we're seeing it play out right now. Let's be honest, Carl. The entire thing for the for the Democratic Party was Trump's personality. We got to get rid of him. We got to get rid of him. Okay, you got rid of him. Now look at what the situation is. His strength, Trump's strength, that could help the country in this situation, he's on the sideline. I believe right now we're blaming Biden. Yes, he's responsible, as far as I'm concerned, for these lives, women and children being killed. He's responsible for the people died in the evacuation of Afghanistan. And he's responsible for what's going on on the border. But the people of America have not taken them on their own responsibilities. They're just as responsible for those deaths because they voted him in. They gave him the job. And he's not confident not doing the job that a president should do. And that's what bothers me more than anything else. We need a man in there like Trump Trump, or, if not Trump, somebody like him with that kind of personality, with that kind of aggression, where foreign leaders will fear America. Right now, we look like a bunch of chickens in the henhouse, and the fox is sitting there looking at us. I, I couldn't have said it chicken. better, Carl. What, what you just you said, know? I could not have said better. And I believe with all my heart that if Trump was still in the White House, that Putin would not have pulled this card, would not have gone this far. Uh, so I agree with you in what you just articulated. Thank you for the uh, comment. But again, folks, elections have consequences. I, You know, maybe Mr. Biden is a nice man on a personal level, but it's just not working for the country right now. The stakes are just too high. And if you get rid of Biden, you're jumping into the fire, the uh, frying pan with Kamala Harris because she's just not qualified. There's no other way to put it, folks. I wish I could say something differently as it relates to the vice president. But she's not ready for the position that she's in. And you think she's ready to assume the presidency of the United States if she's the she's the uh, commander in chief in waiting. If if Biden uh, can't finish the job and let's hope let's all hope that he can, just like I would hope for any American president to finish their term and not have to uh, step down for one reason or another. Let's go to Phil in the Bronx. Good morning, Phil. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dominic. Um, Like I've been saying over the past week or two, I think it's the most prudent thing that Zelensky sit down, face the facts, and say, look, we've got several million people running for their lives into the uh, nearby countries putting a horrific burden on those people who are already overburdened by the tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of Syrians and others that they took in. And also the fact that these people are are continuing. The Ukrainians who are fleeing are losing everything they ever had. 
We're talking 50 to $100 billion worth of losses. His country is basically bankrupt at this moment. The problem is, is that he won't surrender. He's, he's a tough guy. He's like, you know, I, I'm, I'm a Superman. I'm going to stick to it, and we're going to get rid of these Ruskies. It ain't going to happen. The point is, this is war, W-A-R. War is ugly. War has consequences. In Vietnam, I was in Vietnam. How many, how many tens of thousands of Vietnamese civilians were killed by American bombs dropped from B-52s and other planes? Maybe 190,000 so far recorded. We burned them out with napalm. War is an ugly thing. The point being that if Zelensky would consider some form of a modified surrender and just say, okay, Putin, here, here's the deal. Da, 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 da. Here's what I want. Here's what you want. At least try. And if it doesn't work, and if Putin goes nuts and it doesn't work, then you pick up your gun and you keep shooting. But you cannot continue. You cannot continue. And, and my impression as a military guy, I know the Army, I've been in it for many years, is the fact that Putin is not ordering any rockets and bombs to be dropped on hospitals or, or nurseries or schools. These are the, the, the commanders of these groups. Don't give a damn where the shells land. They have no concern whatsoever. They're saying, well, it's war, it's war. Who okay, is but not wait, the one but Phil, ordering but Phil, Wait, Phil, but, but how can you state that that he doesn't know where these rockets are going to fall. I, I don't I don't buy into that. I I believe that Putin and his generals know exactly where these rockets are going to fall in missiles. That's that's not true. That's not true because you go back you go back to the Vietnam era, you had Lieutenant Kelly who machine gunned to death a hundred Vietnamese civilians because he thought they were all spies and enemy agents. His commanders threw him in the brig for a hell of a long number of years, he was finished. They made it clear we never ordered anything. The guy was a, was a maverick. Putin is off the wall. I admit, the guy's a whack job. But let me tell you something. Half the stuff, the crap that comes out of his mouth will never come to pass. You've got Russian generals. Those are the people to worry about. Putin is a problem. But you better worry. If you want to take out somebody, take out the commanders of the army, not Putin. Without them, a hand without fingers is useless. Phil, I, I thank you for the call. Let's go from the Bronx to Philadelphia, and let's say good morning to Robert. Good morning, Robert, and welcome to Talk Radio 77 WABC. How you doing, Dominic? It's good to talk to you again, man. Thank um, you. Thank you. It's good to hear from you. Go right ahead, Robert. Phil and Norman, I don't, I can't explain. I, I, I don't understand their logic. I mean, Norman was saying, give peace a chance. If I recall, the Ukrainians gave up their missiles. They gave peace a chance, and look at what they got for it, okay? Meaning their nuclear weapons. And he complains that he's being called a Putin apologist. Well, stop apologizing for Putin, and people won't call you that. You're sitting there saying, talking about Yemen and Nigeria. Those actually are internal matters. This is one country invading another sovereign country. And if I hear one more person say Ukraine and all these countries need to live in fear and do whatever Putin says or they deserve what they get, I'm getting tired of hearing that. These are sovereign countries. They have a right to join NATO and protect themselves from an enemy that has been harassing them for centuries. Okay, I don't know where these guys' thought processes are, but it's 
as far as I'm concerned, it's not an American thought press. It's 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 this new media-driven narrative that they seem to be falling into that is completely irrelevant. Putin is a gangster. He knows exactly where those bombs are going. He's not even an ideologue. He's strictly a gangster. And if you're going to make excuses for him, you are apologizing for him. He started this war. He made himself an enemy of the world, okay? And if you want to compare that to Yemen, get a grip, man. This is a world affair, okay? I'm 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 usually not this off the hinge when I call you, Dominic, you know, but these people are just driving me crazy with this logic. I'm not saying go in gangbusters. We could be doing a lot more, and we should have been. There should be NATO troops in Poland. There should be NATO troops in Hungary just to send a message, you know what I mean? But he's afraid mm-hmm. to even do that. And if these people want to tiptoe through the tulips, we're going to get World War One, which they did before World War One, and we're going to get World War Two, which they did before World War Two, all over again. Grow a pair. Have a great weekend, Dominic. Well, thank you, Robert. Thank you for the call from Philadelphia. Let's now go to, and I should point out, folks, coming up at 1 a.m., he's all excited and ready to go. Curtis Sliwa, the weekend edition of The Other Side of Midnight. Let's go to Bergen uh, Beach. Let's say good morning to Tom. Good morning, Tom. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. How are you? I, I just wanted good to morning. say, one of, yeah, the last guy that called, he said, Putin has been using old ordinance which, without precision targeting, without precision guidance. But he also must have some idea where the civilians are in the direction of them, and he shouldn't be firing in that direction. So that's one point. Um, so, yeah, some of that stuff is is not so accurate. Um, I also think that puking smart enough to uh, wage war, but not smart enough to end it inequally. He's, his methods are not in line with the Geneva Convention. He's, you know, targeting civilians, targeting people, kids. I mean, come on, this is stupid, you know? He's, there's talk of um, uh, he used thermo, thermobaric and cluster bombs, which is illegal by the Geneva Convention. And now there's and talk Tom, of you, and, you are correct because globally it's one black eye after another for Russia because of who he's targeting, because yeah. of the victims, because of the innocent people, because of the children, because of the pregnant women. And, so, I, you know, I I... I I want the world community to do more being led by the U.S. But I I don't want the U.S. to go so far as to push this guy's button and then there's a direct confrontation between the United States and and Russia. I I, I don't know inevitably if if this is where all of this is going, but these innocent people being slaughtered, who, who have well, done I, I nothing to, to anyone. I got to say something about that. You know, I am a veteran, and I really don't want us to go to war. But the soldier in me is telling me we have to, we need to do something. This whole thing is football, and we have to We have to act with either force or the threat of force and be serious about it. I mean, this guy's got, well, the other guy said it. He's got no balls. And our administration is completely, I don't know, emancipated, whatever you want to call it. So it's just, we got to do something. We really do Thanks, Tom, Thanks I, Tom. I thank you for the call and, and have a uh, beautiful weekend. Let's go to Forest Hills. Let's say good morning to Ted. Good morning, Ted, and welcome to the Dominic Carter Show. Thank you very much. God bless you. Now, Same the, to the you. United States, the United States does not want to go 
to war with Russia or to China or with China. But we must make sure that if that happens, we are the victors. They must be smashed. The U.S. must rearm itself in the trillions of dollars. Ted, how do you assure that? Ted, how do you assure that? By having research. I'm a weapons researcher. I was in the Air Force 29 years. I was a Vietnam veteran. Okay. Flying to uh, Europe, uh, paratroopers, um, we must have a stronger, uh, more uh, heavy weapons, heavier aircraft carriers, and the researchers, we have excellent engineers to invent new weapons. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, well, I, I thank you for the call, Ted. Um you see, I, I, I don't mean to like be on on each side of the uh, of the issue here. I want the U.S. to do more, but at the same time, to get into a direct confrontation with with Russia, frankly stated, I just don't know if it's wise. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. Before I take a break, let's go to Frank and Highlands. Good morning, Frank, and what's on your mind this morning? Good morning, Doug. Uh, uh, you know, I just want to tell you that we come from the same place, that uh, I really have so much respect for you, and um, and you're real, okay? We don't know for sure. We do not know and we cannot state the fact that if Donald Trump was still president and voted in, that we would have avoided this. He was drawing lines with Putin, and the the 5 million people in Ukraine would have still fought for their freedom. Okay? Okay. Well, hey, Frank, and and I I appreciate um, the, the positive comments. Thank you. But under Trump, did Putin pull any of this type of mess this far? No. Yes. But yeah, tell me about the 25th Amendment. Tell me what it says, please. Well, it requires that, that you have to get members uh, of the inner circle of an administration to basically go against the sitting president and say that they're going. And we're nowhere near that. Uh, yeah, well, well, wait of, a minute. Wait a minute. Pretend uh, Pretend this is your children, your your wife, you in a in, with a gun in that in that Ukraine, and pretend that that's happening to you, okay? And that's what you got to look at. He is a war criminal, and a war criminal no longer is entitled or titled the leader of the nation. Once he becomes a war criminal. You put a bounty on his head, we don't have to do anything. The Russians themselves, the people, there will be a Brutus. There will be somebody who says, hey, they're going to make us a hero, and we're going to get a billion dollars. I bet you we stop this within two days. We have to be smart. This, on the right. other well- side of this, Doug, let me say this, and then please take over. On the other side of this, if we win and humiliate that man, Putin, and we capture him or kill him, do you understand on the other side of this, this is world peace? 
that anybody who is looking on right now are flexing their muscles and saying, F you to USA, to NATO, the European. Come on. What are we waiting for? Put a bounty okay, on his head. It's legal. Well, I, I, I thank you uh, for the telephone call, but boy, that, that is a huge gamble, a huge gamble. And what happens if it doesn't go down that way? Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. As the weekend, we are now, what, 43 minutes into the weekend. And by the way, folks, I hope you do have a, a lovely uh, relaxing weekend. And while doing so, please remember the people of Ukraine and what they are going through right now. Death, no food, no heat, no water, no hot water, no medical supplies, on and on and on. And as one of our earlier callers said, uh, items that are being sent to help the people, which is wonderful, but these are items that won't be there until two or three weeks later at the earliest. So what do they do between now and then? Curtis Lee is coming your way at 1 a.m. this morning, the weekend edition of The Other Side of Midnight. I'm Dominic Carter here with you. More of your telephone calls when we come back. For example, we're going to Roger in Massachusetts, Michael in Virginia Beach, and many more of your telephone calls. I'll be right back. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. The world we live in. I'm coming right back to Ukraine in just one second. But I want I want you folks to think about this. And maybe you can explain this to me. Since I talk about crime night after night after night, morning after morning after morning. A Staten Island man has been arrested for sucker punching a 92-year-old woman in an unprovoked attack on Manhattan's Upper West Side. This happened Thursday afternoon. The suspect, uh, Enrique Loza, 35 years of age, allegedly punched the victim in the back of the head as she read a menu in the window of a restaurant on Columbus Avenue near West 70th Street at about 3.30 p.m. The suspect, a New Brighton uh, resident, was taken into custody shortly thereafter. The woman refused uh, medical attention at the scene. Folks, if we don't change the uh, bail laws, if you don't leave them at Rikers for a few days, it's not going to get better. It's not going to get better. And that father and uh, son that I told you about that were attacked by the uh, dirt bikers in Harlem this week, they want justice. How do you pull a 64-year-old man out of the driver's um, uh, seat and stomp on him? And how do you think that man's son feels that he couldn't adequately come to the aid of his father? And like the son said, anybody's tough when it's 10 against one. But right now, let's come back to the issue at hand, the issue of what's going on in, uh, in Ukraine. And uh, Russia continues with the lethal fire 
on Ukraine. And I mentioned we were going to, I see so many great calls here, folks. I'm going to try and get to as many as I can. I mentioned Roger in, in Massachusetts. So let's start with Roger. Good morning, Roger. What's on your mind? Good morning. When you when, Good morning. When you said uh, uh, Putin issuing a warning, you know, it's the West should have issued the warning when he crossed over the river from East Ukraine to West and, or, or at the very least, started targeting uh, civilians. Now, one thing I want to say was it's too many hospitals and too many schools and too many civilian shootings for it to be, oh, just a few rogue generals. But, but the, the main reason I call is because Thank of this you, Roger. warning. Thank you, Roger. Thank you. It's too late, the, the warning. But let me ask you a question, though. Is, and by the way, and, and from that moment on, the, the, the MIGs and, and the weaponry should come across the borders and all the humanitarian help. From the moment they started with, that, with the sh- uh, shooting of civilians after having crossed over the river, because I thought their objective was those first regions those, on the eastern side where there was predominantly Russian. And Russian, okay, they wanted to take that and draw the line at the river. But as soon as they crossed over, we should have told them, we should have told Putin, that's that's the whole West considers that an act of war, and now you're going to suffer the consequences. And okay, but my question is: Okay, I'm, wait, 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 Roger, out. wait, wait, Roger, hold on. You you said now you got to suffer the consequences. Define that. Well, uh, the that the that the at least get the the uh, the MiG twenty nines, and and we're, and we're not going to stop sending armaments over to the Ukrainians to help them. Just right there. But my question is, what is the purpose? I'm a little naive, I guess. What is the purpose of the U.N.? Is it, what's the purpose of the U.N.? I mean, because they, they, I guess they have no authority or power to do anything in the face of uh, this um, atrocity, to say the least. Hey, Roger, first of all, I I do have to make a correction in what you just said. There is no such thing, as far as I'm concerned, as a naive question. I think it's great um, when we can all admit, I don't know everything. I don't pretend to know everything. So the United Nations, and it's it's a great, wonderful question. The United Nations is supposed to be a world body, world body, that deals with hunger issues, uh, diplomacy, uh, situations like this. But more and more and more, the United Nations is seen as, and, and it's an organization where the world world community comes together, and it just happens to be uh, located in New York. But more and more, the United Nations is seen as punting on very important situations that, that just like anything else, it's become a political organization. So I think well, that's a, well, a great question. Yeah. Roger, well, the, the point is that that, 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 that that should be, in other words, that type of organization should be uh, uh, um, issuing the orders and warnings and, and imposing this and that. And by the way, for those who say about Ukraine, the one gentleman uh, about Ukrainians surrendering, well, you know, my feel about that is that it's that, that that won't stop Putin, especially since he's starting to talk about uh, ethnic cleansing. All right. Unfortunately, in other words, basically, this has all gone too far already. And so 
I don't yes. know what else to say. It's, it's already gone well, too far. I believe in peace through strength, and that's all I want to say. Well, Roger, I thank you for that wonderful call, and you have a great weekend. I believe this is a team uh, in Mount Vernon. Is that correct? Good morning. Yes, Dominic, that's correct. Uh, um, people suggesting we should help Ukraine is what we should be doing to help the people. American people really don't want no American troops in Ukraine, but they can send food and arms and they can send medical supplies. I noticed, um, now we call them the Russians, but they're acting like the Soviets again when they were invading countries and everything. The uh, See, you're a left winger. You won't tell the audience that you're a left winger. The audience should know that wait, the left wing okay. love the wait, Soviet wait, Union. Wait, 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 stop, stop. How do you assume what I am? How do you know what I am? You're a left winger. Why don't you admit it? Why, why are you afraid to say okay. it? Okay, you're never going to say all, you're a right wing conservative, so you know what okay. you are. You're a left winger. You're no, fooling the no, audience. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. And and, and let me be. Let me be straight with you. And I'm I'm going to let you finish your comment. I'm the type of guy. Don't put me in a box. Don't dare try to put me in a box because you may be surprised on issue to issue to issue where I stand. So I don't. I don't know where you're making that assumption that I'm a left-winger or whatever the case may be, but please continue with your point. Okay, then you're similar to Adams. Adams is like whatever crowd he's in front of, he's he's them, and then he goes to another crowd, he's something else. Um, the bottom line, and people should know, uh, the Russians are very aggressive. They're people who, um, uh, Putin, you can say Putin, the generals, the insecurity forces of there are very ugly, determined people. That's what they are. Uh, we're not going to, you know, you, you talk about, uh, you know, you're a left winger, but there's also phony conservatives. Phony conservatives in politics, talk show hosts, they're, mm. they're nasty too, you know. Right. But you should let the people know that you're a left winger. Don't be embarrassed about it. <laughs> do, do you, you, you know what I'm saying? Don't be embarrassed right. the, that you're uh, a left winger. Well, I, I just, I, I'm just amazed. Uh, but thank you for the call. I am just simply amazed um, that you feel that you know me. You've never met me. I don't know how often you listen to the show. My my positions vary on the on the issues on any given issue, and for some reason, you know, you and some others, you just want to put me in a box. If that makes you feel good by putting me into a box, go for it. But. <laughs> But 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 you you're making a bad bad assumption. Dominic Carter uh, here with you on Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. Coming up in six minutes, Curtis Sliwa, the weekend edition of of the uh, the weekend edition of the other side of midnight. Let's now go to uh, Binghamton. Let's say good morning to Cliff. Good morning, Cliff. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, thank you for taking my call. My point is, I don't think Putin's going to stop with Ukraine. Now, we all know he's got nukes. And he said today that anybody that aids Ukraine is in the war, right? So we're already well, in this his, war. His, his words were that you're a legitimate military target. Well, that's us then, right? Uh, whoever anyway, is going to be giving weapons. What, what are we going to do like when he takes Poland and goes after Croatia or something? And then we got China watching. We got little uh, rocket man watching. You think that they're not getting ready to do the same thing? We got to make a stand. I mean, I don't like the, the options either. 
But, I mean, what are we going to do? Just let them go one by one and, t- and just take all these sovereign nations, I mean, one after another, and say, well, hey, he's got nukes. He's a little unstable. He might have Parkinson's. He doesn't, you know, act too normal. We got to give him a deal. Let's cut him a deal. Let's give him half of the country. Let's give him three quarters of the country. Why give him anything? Why do you reward well, a dictator that's killing innocent people that went into a sovereign nation and bombed the hell out of them? Well, how do you Cliff, how that, do you give that, that person anything? That that is one that is one way of looking at this. But I do want to say to you that. Um, your community of Binghamton uh, is near and dear to my heart. Uh, I went to school about 30. I know that. About we 30, talked once before the dark horse. Okay, Remember? about 30 yeah. miles from Binghamton and Cortland. And so I would always pass through Binghamton. And so, Cliff, I do yep. thank you for the call, and you have a uh, a beautiful uh, weekend. Let's go to Yorktown. Let's say good morning to Rob. Rob, you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hey, Dominic, Rob? how we doing? Hi. Yes. Hey, um, first of all, um, uh, by Ukraine, right? Right. We shouldn't, we should, we, we got to do something. Okay. NATO has to, we have to have no fly zone. All right. Okay. But wait, but wait, uh, wait, 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 Rob, you already know almost like a knee jerk reaction. You already know what I'm going to say to you. But the thing is, when you say do a fly zone, no fly zone. The thing is, but if we don't do if okay, if we don't do no fly zone, the next country is going to be Poland. Then he's going to go to Hungary, Romania. He's going to go right down the line. Okay, NATO's not NATO. NATO's not is sitting on the rest. They're not doing nothing. This you know they're not doing nothing. They're not going to do anything. We should what we should do. Biden doesn't have the, you know, what to do with um, Send a bunch of um, undercovers into, and, and, and take him out. Well, I, I've, I, you know, it's interesting, Rob. I, I've heard that um, a couple of times this morning and almost on a nightly basis. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. But I know it's a situation where innocent people are being slaughtered, slaughtered, and something has to be done from the world community, world community. Thank you for the call, Rob. Let's go to uh, Fred and Garfield. Good morning, Fred. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Morning. I, I got a new name for Curtis's show, uh, for uh... Curtis's show, The Fearless Facts with Curtis Sliwa. What do you think? The Fearless Facts with Curtis Sliwa. Mm, mm, I'm he's sure Curtis will come up. He'll, you know, he's not afraid to talk about anything. And uh, Oh, he's definitely my- not afraid to talk about anything. In fact, he's walking up and down the hallway here. He's all excited and ready to go, Fred. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I do thank you for the call. I have to step in because I'm completely out of time. Folks, I do apologize. I see all the telephone calls. Uh, I guess it's a good thing that we all uh, have strong opinions on what's happening in Ukraine and the horrible actions of uh, Russia. Let's hope that thousands of people don't die this weekend. But I do thank you for listening, folks. I want you to have a lovely weekend. Dominic Carter here with you. I'll be back Monday night, Monday night at midnight.
technically Tuesday. And coming up right now, Curtis Sliwa, the weekend edition of The Other Side of Midnight, right here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. <laughs> 